First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. No, no, you, you need to expect this, man. God's on your life. You got favor. When you step in the room, grace and mercy came in the room. Atmospheres changed because, see, God is on my life, and I'm a game changer. I expect stupid stuff to happen. I expect it. Guess what? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I'm a game changer. Praise God. When you step in a room, the atmosphere is supposed to change. Oh, because favor came with you. Grace and mercy came with you. Angels are encamped about you. You better understand who you are and whose you are. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And the best way to predict your future is to speak it. Oh, glory. See, you get this in your spirit. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something new. I feel it Because once you get to the place where you can't do things anymore, God can't use you. Because if God wants you to do something that takes you out your comfort zone, you're going to say no because I'm above that. But what if God is trying to talk to you? Holy Spirit said, Jomo, I just want to see where your heart's at. Never get to the place where you can't listen. So as I'm sitting there arguing with myself, I said, boy, you don't argue with yourself about this situation. Why don't you just go do it? And I did it. I felt so much better. Versus sitting there, anybody know that person complained all day long, they could have been did it. Pick up your drawers, put it over there, man, instead of you do this. And you walk over it all day long versus. No, no, I used to, I used to do that. I sit and watch stuff. Mm. Wonder how long it's going to take for that to happen. And God said, boy, you're a real hypocrite. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. You ain't talking about your boy, are you? I missed the prayer line now, Lord. Are you calling me a hypocrite? He says, my Bible, your Bible, you write your Bible. He says, the first shall be last. And the greatest of them shall be a servant. And the word says, if you want to be my disciple, die to yourself and follow me. So I said, Lord, you're right. If Jesus can wash feet, I can wash dishes. Ooh, got quiet. Ooh, got quiet over here. They ain't like that right there. Glory to God. No, no. Never lose your posture as a servant because you will miss God when he's trying to talk to you because you believe you're above where you really are. Never forget where you came from. Never get so high you can't go low. Because God uses the simple things to confound the wise. He went to the king and says, go dip in the water seven times. I can't do that. I'm the king. That water dirty. 
prophet said, if, he, if he'd have told you to do a noble thing, would you do it? He said, yeah, I've done that. Don't get so caught up in stuff, man. Keep yourself in a posture where you can receive God because you'll miss God because it doesn't look like God. Ooh, ooh. So now these brothers are telling God all the work they did all night. Jesus is trying to show them what you're doing is a part of the curse. Curse. Genesis chapter 3, verse 17. Look at this, y'all. Look at the part of the curse. What curse? When Adam and Eve sinned, a curse was put on. Look what the curse says. And to, to the man, he says, since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. All of your life you will struggle. So now Jesus says, that's your way of catching fish. Let me show you how I do it. Let me show you how grace does it. And Jesus says, I don't need any of this. I'm just going to be in position. And God is showing him, Jesus, this is how I expected it to be. But since you don't want to listen, you will do it the hard way. So Jesus steps in, y'all. <laughs> and he says, go over there. You're going to catch some fish. You know what I thought about? How many brothers you see and sisters working two or three jobs and still can't make it? Part of the curse. And you don't even know that you're in that lane. Just you grinding, but it doesn't seem like you're getting ahead. You're on the wrong economy. What happens in this story, Simon Peter comes to the revelation. I will get more serving than working. Because, see, he worked all night and got nothing. But when he started serving God, allowing God use him, he got the biggest catch. I told a brother, brother said, Pastor, I ain't been in church in a while. I said, okay. I said, brother, you still broke? He said, yeah, Pastor, I'm still broke. I said, you too stupid not to come to church. Pastor, you call us. I said, stupid. I said, the Bible says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. I said, if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, they call it insanity. That's a definition. So if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, getting the same result, either you crazy or stupid. I, I don't know which one it is, but you can't. If I keep, no, me personally, me personally, well, the last time I got real broke, the last time, the last time. It was three times. But I wrote, I wrote everything I learned from being broke. And I said, cousin's family declaration. We will never be here again. These are things I will never do again. Because what happens, if you're not careful, you don't remember the last lesson. And you mess around and do the same. Guess what the Bible says? Nothing changes under the sun. It keeps on happening. Now, until I change, I will be in the same spot over and, and I got to, I'm sick and tired of being broke. So I got to do something different. Because the, the, the collection of my knowledge has gotten me here. So obviously I'm doing something. Look at him, something wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, and see, the revelation is you're not supposed to be chasing stuff. 
Stuff's supposed to be chasing you. Matthew 6 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his rights, and all else shall be added unto you. See, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the right. There's some stuff that you shouldn't be fighting for. It should be coming to you. And people can't figure out, how does this keep happening to you? Well, see, you don't understand who I serve. And I've made the decision, and I'm going to make what's important to God important to me. And God will make what's important to me important to him. Wow. Luke 5, 6. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets were at the point of breaking. (laughs) Pastor, how did Jesus know? Matthew 6, 8. Here it is, Matthew 6, 8. Don't be like them. For your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask. Now, imagine they got bold that day, crazy, and said, Jesus, we're not going to go out to the, we ain't going to do that what you said. We already tried that. How many times have you missed God just because he asked you to do one more time? <laughs> they came to the conclusion that he can go further serving God. Verse 7, so they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come help. And they came and filled boat. Feel, feel, both, feel, feel. See, your obedience is bigger than you. See, you think you being obedient is just helping you because, see, in this time in the Bible, they didn't have deep freezers. What you're saying, Pastor, that means all the fish had to get rid of within a certain amount of time. So that means that it was so much fish, it was more than I could handle. It was more than my brother could handle. So when you realize that obedience is not just about you, obedience is about everybody close to you. So one word could not just change your life, it changes your brother's life, your sister's life, it changes everybody's life. And all it is one person to just obey. He said there was so much fish, they had to bring boats, not nets, boats. Because (laughs) when God hits your life, it's more than you can handle. It's more that you, he gives it to you on such a level, you can't contain it. You have to give it. Man. Your obedience will take you further than your wallet. (laughs) One word from God can change your life. So I tell them, you can't miss church, man. The revelation that God pours into you. The the Bible says we'd be ready teachers. We got to get this word in us so we can work the word. If you work the word, the word works. You can work the word. This is the word. The word works. Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It didn't say motivation. It didn't say prayer. It didn't say praise. It didn't say worship. It was said knowledge. Because if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, don't get the right results, you got to change. You got to do something different. I hate losing. I hate it. I hate paying interest. I hate it. I love receiving interest. I hate paying interest. Hey, man, there's certain things that, man, that you have to get a disdain that you hate. Because when you hate it, you stop doing it. My people are destroyed for lack of what? Knowledge. Luke 5, 8 says this. But when Simon Peter saw this, he fell down at his knees saying, 
go away from me, for I'm a sinful man, O Lord. Simon Peter was awestruck at his response because he realized that, that all his work couldn't amount to one word from God. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. We all know communication is important to developing any relationship. But when it comes to our relationship with God, communication is vital. Prayer is the key to strengthening the lines of communication between you and God. And Dr. Jomo Cousins wants to help you build that conversation by sending you his prayer CD. For your gift of any amount to this radio ministry, Dr. Cousins will send you this audio compilation of prayers pulled right from the Word of God. So to give your gift today, simply visit our website at freshwindradio.com. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. understand how much God wants to help you? Verse 9, for he and all his companions were completely astounded at the catch of fish which he had taken. Oh my God. Simon's obedience set everyone up for a harvest. See, what you have to get to the place of realizing, family, and I want you to get this in your spirit, okay? Repeat after me. I am a game changer. Come on, say I am a game changer. Come on, say it with me. I am a game changer. Say, I am more than a conqueror. I am the lender and not the bar. I am the head and not the tail. I am blessed coming in, coming out. Favor is on my side. Coach, give me the ball. I take the shot. Because I am a game changer. No, no. 
You, you need to expect this, man. God's on your life. You got favor. When you step in the room, grace and mercy came in the room. Atmospheres changed because, see, God is on my life, and I'm a game changer. I expect stupid stuff to happen. I expect it. Because what? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I'm a game changer. Praise God. We up last night watching Coming to America. And I said, Charmaine, said, let's watch something to make us laugh. So we walked Coming to America. And I saw King Joffrey Joffa come in. And, and the ladies behind him, they'd be shipped, shh, shh, and, and they'd be having the flowers out. And when you step in a room, the atmosphere is supposed to change. Oh, because favor came with you. Grace and mercy came with you. Angels are encamped about you. You better understand who you are and whose you are. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And the best way to predict your future is to speak it. Oh, glory. See, you get this in your spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm a game changer. God is with me. Romans 8.31 says, if God be for you, who can be against you? Now, either you believe the word or you don't. And if God be for you, it don't matter what come at you. I got favor on my life. Glory to God. It's going to work out in my favor. Hallelujah. <laughs> Verse 10 says, and so were James, John, son of Zedebi, were the partner of Simon. Jesus said, Simon, have no fear. From now on, you'll be catching men. After they had brought their boats to the land, they left everything and followed him, becoming his disciples, believing and trusting him and following his example. What happened was they realized all their knowledge, all their boats caught nothing. And one word from God brought in the harvest. So what happens when you get the revelation that all these bags I'm carrying, that, that ain't worth a nickel. That, 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 I thought that was something. But one word from God gave me the biggest harvest I ever got. Ooh. They left everything. They checked their bags because they realized on this journey, all I need is Jesus. <laughs> I, 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 I don't have to bring anything with me because he is the great I am. My God, he is my beginning and my end. He's the first and the last. He is Jehovah Jireh, my provider. He's Jehovah Nisi, my victory. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's my healer. He's Emmanuel, God with us. He is the great I am. I realize he's my all in all. <laughs> wisdom keys, wisdom keys. Number one, you got to seek him. This is Matthew 6.33. You got to seek him first. Put him first. And that's all Jesus was doing with the boat. He said, let me use your boat. And after you let me use your boat, I'll take care of your fish. Because God knew his problem. I want y'all to get this. God knows your problem. God knows your money issue, your health issue. Your... God knows. But he just wants to see, can you make him a priority? But first and most importantly, seek, aim, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness and his way of doing right and the attitude and character of God and all these things, all these things, all these things mean whatever your all is. Your money, your car, your house. It don't matter. God says as long as I'm number one, I don't care who's number two, three, four. As long as I'm number one. Number two, Hebrews chapter 12. We got to drop the weight. 
You got to check your bags. Hebrews. Therefore, since, not, not might, since we are surrounded by so, so great a cloud of witnesses, who by faith have testified of the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and sin that so easily besets us. Okay, why would God deal with the weight before the sin? You would think he would deal with the sin before the weight. <laughs> the sin is a pre-existing condition. The weight's a choice. Because, see, we are born into sin. So that's a pre-existing. David said, I was born into sin. So sin is a pre-existing condition. The weight you put on you is on you. Look at your neighbor and say, oh, you know he's talking about you right now. Because for real, for real, truth be told, you know you only can do three things for the day, but you put six on your list. Come on, talk to somebody. You know that's true. And then you be stressing yourself out because, see, you put that weight on yourself. That was your choice. That wasn't God. That was Okay, let me talk to somebody else. Then there's that person who's trying to, trying to <laughs> you, you trying to fix everybody. Can you just work on you, please? So what happens, you end up carrying everybody's bags. Your mama bag, your cousin. I told my mama, I said, mama, uh, you, need, you know, when she was here, I said, you can't fix everybody's problem. But Jomo, I said, I know, but Jomo, but you can't fix everybody's problem. Now, you need to let them suffer a little bit. Jomo, can I hold some money? I said, Ma, you can't hold no money. She's like, Jomo, I'm your mom. I said, here, here's the money. Now, you're going to give to them, aren't you? You're going to give to them, aren't you? She said, you know me now. You know me. I said, look, you can't save everybody. Meaning, meaning, let me be clear. We're not the Savior, so we can't save. But we can walk in a manner that people want to be saved. So my job is to live right. And they see my life and then they want to change. Because I can't make anybody change. Because people won't do them. So this says, stripping off the weight and the sin that so easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance and active persistence. The race is set before us. Uh, if you've ever seen a marathon runner or a sprinter, you never see them running with jogging pants. When they're in the race, they're wearing spandex or little flowery things. Why? Because they're trying to win the what? Race. And some of you trying to win the race with a sweater, a jacket, and all, that ain't going to win the race. You have to drop all your stuff. If you're going to win this race, God told me to tell y'all this right now. Ah, I think it's Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Now, I want to have a personal, intimate conversation with about 100 of y'all. About 100 of y'all. Okay. <clears throat> When I look back over my life and I see where God's brought me from and what I've been through, and I realize that he gave me a second chance. Now, do I have any witnesses that can agree with me on that, that God gave you a second chance? Okay, okay, okay. So when I'm, I'm thinking about this and I'm reading this story, then I go to Matthew chapter 4. Oh. And Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee, and he noticed two brothers. Simon, who was called Peter, and Peter, his brother, casting a net into the sea. But they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me as my disciples, accepting me as your master and teaching and walking the same path of, of life that I walk. And I'll make you fishers of men. 
Immediately, they left their nets and followed him, becoming disciples, believing and trusting in him and following the disciples. Now, Pastor, what are you trying to show me? This was the first time he came by and said, I'm calling. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website, at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.